Hey, DJ, ready for another great podcast? Hell yeah! Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm so excited. I love yeah. all that food. I think it's going to be really, really awesome. Definitely. So let's get the show started. Uh, but first, let me get my hand unstuck. It's like stuck between these two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. Uh, We're a couple of guys who like to watch movies Cinema nerds who made it our duty To make a show where we break down, discuss, and review We're the men who watch movies Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Men Who Watch Movies. My name is Alec. And my name is DJ, the Movie Man Wagner, also known as the COE of The Men Who Watch Movies. And with me is the Vice President of Editing. Would you give a big Movie Man welcome to Alec Castro-Home? Yeah, baby. It's good to be here. It's good to be back doing this podcast. We've been on and off. Uh, we've been really busy, but, uh, you know, we're, we're back in the studio for you guys. Uh, we're going to talk about some great stuff. Of course, Thanksgiving is upon us. Uh, all that food, all that, that you know, family fun. Yep, all uh, that goodness, you know. All the Thanksgiving is a holiday where we give thanks to what we are thankful definitely. for. Like, we're thankful for our families. We're thankful for our uh, DVDs. We're thankful for a lot of stuff. Definitely. And don't forget, this month is also a time to remember, you know, all the indigenous peoples and whatnot. Oh, um, yeah. You know, uh, it's important not to forget that. Um, we're going to talk about one of our favorite movies to watch around this time, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Woo-hoo! The great John Candy, rest in peace. And, of course, Steve Martin. He's hilarious. Uh, we had a great time re-watching this. We've seen oh, this yeah, many yeah, times. We, have, we had to rewatch it. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was so funny, you know. I can't believe it, you know. It's been like some odd years. Oh yeah, that's... It, it's been like awesome. Some odd years ago, you know, since you know John Candy passed away, but we still remember him from his good old movies. Uh, so many, so many good movies. So many good movies. They'll give you a a laugh and a half. Definitely, definitely. But before we get into all that, we of course got some business to do. We're going to talk about some movie news in. This week in Movie News! All right, we have a little bit of a backlog of movie news because we've been out of the studio for a bit, but uh, we're going to try and fit in, you know, some of the stuff that we found that we want to talk about. Uh, First bit of movie news, a new lawsuit has accused Ned, uh, not sorry, sorry, Ned Beatty, uh, you, you know, rest in peace. We're talking about Warren Beatty. Uh, they accused Hollywood legend Warren Beatty of coercing sex from a minor nearly 50 years ago. What's it with these disgusting men in Hollywood? I have no idea, <laughs> but has the whole world gone crazy? Yes. Am I the only one who gives a shit about the rules? <laughs> this is Pretty bullshit. Much. <laughs> this world's so fucking fucked up. Uh, no, but yeah, it's it, Hollywood is a breeding ground for disgusting p- people like that. I don't know. If uh, the yeah, I mean, are... like it's it, 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 <laughs> when you hear some news, some current events, you're gonna hear some shit. You're gonna yeah. hear some stuff that's gonna be like <laughs> holy moly moments. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? This is one of them. It's it's like uh, I mean, I don't know if the accusations are true, but uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it past you know people now. You know, 
not even nowadays, just like throughout the ages, you know, especially like for some reason, the entertainment industry has been a breeding ground for stuff like this. And uh, I mean, it's not exclusively, you know, a, you know, something that plagues the you know, it's, this isn't a plague that's exclusively towards that industry, but, uh, you know, it definitely has a big uh, problem with that. I don't know. It's just crazy. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, apparently, they were supposed to make a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, reboot with females. Oh, Pirates uh, of the Caribbean? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, was, but uh, oh, what about Johnny Depp? I don't know. He's He's been... <laughs> I think he's just been enjoying his time. After, oh, yeah. Well, that giant up for you guys. After all you that know, mess Depp with the whole so, trial and whatnot. The trial uh, was so messy. I don't know if you've seen but, him online, but he looks like an old old lady now. He looks like an old grandma. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that dude is what it is. You know, giant dip is giant dip. You know, he's not going to be in the new Pirates movie, but we wish him well. Well, there was uh, there was supposed to be a reboot of the Pirates franchise, but it's no longer happening. It was supposed to star Margot Robbie. Uh, she was quoted as saying, "We had an idea to make a, a more of a female-led, uh, not totally female-led, but a different kind of story, which we thought would have been really cool, but they didn't want to do it. So it's not happening anymore. Um, which I'm kind of glad. I'm tired. They need to come up with new ideas. Like they're." It's too early to reboot the Pirates franchise. Just yeah, let, the, uh, let the old one die. Start let something it rest. fresh, ladies and gentlemen. You know, yeah, come up with new uh, ideas. The, the movie know? industry directors, you gotta start something fresh. You know, you can't stop. You can't start with these reboots. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it is many, what it is. Too many reboots, uh, rehashes, um, remakes, and whatever. Read this than that. Uh, it's time. It's time. We. I feel like we need to reboot Hollywood. <laughs> We just need to start over, get some new fresh minds in there to put some new content, like new... In a uh, way, a certain yeah. positive feedback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, next bit of movie news. Uh, Wonder Woman 3, I don't know if this is in, like rumored territory or whatnot, uh, but Wonder Woman 3 uh, will be set in the present, not in the past. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be... Gal Gadot still? Gal Gadot? Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't heard anything from her on the news. Uh, yeah. Wonder Woman 3? I, no I mean, idea. that should be interesting. I don't but, know what's uh, going on. Uh, I have no idea, but... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like, if there's current events in the news, I mean, you know, listen to it, but uh, there's going to be some holy moly, holy moly <laughs> moments, so uh, watch out. Yeah. Uh, what do you, What do you think? What, what do you want? Do you want Gal Gadot to return? Or? Oh yeah, uh, she's a fantastic Wonder Woman with uh, um, a chemistry of awesomeness. Uh, she <laughs> has that energy. Uh, I heard that she was working out a lot for the first Wonder Woman. Uh, her and Conan O'Brien. Conan uh, O'Brien. Yeah. It, apparently, he was in the workout gym and whatnot, <laughs> and doing some stuff. And Gal Gadot was just what? demonstrating some stuff about you know how you would do this and how you would do that and whatnot. But Conan O'Brien, he's a uh, was he like interviewing her or something? In or? a way. <laughs> or was in he just way. there? He like, happened to be there. What? He was there working on his pastiness. <laughs> he needs a tan, by the way. <laughs> If that's what you call a tan, I don't know what what that is. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I thought the Snyderverse was dead, but it seems like you know they brought back. You know, for anyone who doesn't know, spoiler alert: Henry Cavill's back as Superman. He was in Shazam. Not sorry, he was in Black Adam. Um, he returned as Superman, and he's going to be the Superman going forward. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I think maybe the Snyderverse lives. Who knows? I didn't see that happen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's some pretty interesting stuff, you know. I mean, uh, I mean, 
as long as there's some, you know, good stuff in the movies, I, uh, you know, wish it well. I wish the directors well. I wish oh, yeah. uh, the actors, you know, good cheer and happiness. Um, but, you know, if they're making new movies, I say go with it. But start something fresh. Yeah. No, no more reboots. No more rehashing. No more of this uh, yada, yada, yada stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're going to do something, you know, if they're going to bother with doing a reboot, at least make it good. At least have the dignity to think it out and have a script that's that's well written. <laughs> that's yep. all I ask, you know, just, uh, you know, make it entertaining, make it good, make it our, worth our while, our hard earned money. We go into the theater and anyway, I'm getting off topic. And then not to get too off topic. Let's get <laughs> too off topic. Uh, some news from Daredevil Reborn. Apparently, it's oh. going to be TVMA. So we're getting a. Uh, we're still getting that dark tone that wow. we got from the Netflix series. Hopefully, Woo. you know. Hopefully, it, so it's it going to be up. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh yeah. Um, the only thing, Deborah Ann Wool uh, says that she uh, at at this point she's not involved. I was hoping they'd bring her back as Karen Page. I, I I have no idea. I mean, she was a, a stellar cast for yeah, the she Daredevil. Was excellent Netflix. in the show. She was in a cameo of the Punisher. Uh -huh, yeah. And uh, she was um, yeah. I was uh, I am a little uh. Yeah, I've been a know. fan of her since like true. She's been you know she was in True Blood. Back oh, that's in the right. Day. She was uh. Vampire, and, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She was a vampire. Yeah, she was great in that. For her and, uh, role as like, Karen Page, the yeah. detective with the uh, um um nosiness in a way, because she <laughs> she kind of gets herself in a little bit of trouble. Matt Murdock gets himself in a little trouble, but you know, the big bald guy is always up to something. He's always lurking, lurking in the shadows. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, hopefully they bring her back. Uh, you know, I'm, I was sad to hear that she's not coming back. I don't know about the guy that plays Foggy Nelson either. I don't know. We'll Elvin see. Hansen. I have I no hope they idea. bring him back too. They, they were they were back. perfect. They were perfect together. The the three, you know, Nelson Murdoch and then Paige. But uh, I did hear. Now, it's just a rumor, but I I don't know about it. But I heard that they might bring back the um the original storyline of um Mayor Fisk. That maybe, may, that, maybe. That he might, that Wilson Fisk might actually be mayor. Well, actually, this was in the Echo series. If, if they're going to, you know, uh, build to a new platform. And I think yeah. that's what they're going to go about. But yeah, I heard about it. And I heard it's going to be fantastic. But I saw a teaser trailer of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in um, a white uh, tuxedo with a you know, bow tie. And he oh, looks really? very menacing. Yeah. But it, it's not the real trailer. It's a fan-made trailer. Oh, but okay, okay. I, I thought it was. But I just, you know, am so excited for Vincent D'Onofrio because he has been amazing as Kingpin. Oh, definitely. He's perfect. The, the arc for season three, fantastic. I mean, yeah. they, they gave him a wide range of story, uh, how the character was um, in there, how uh -huh. uh, he was in house incarcerated, but he was in a penthouse. I know, and right? And no one didn't know what the <laughs> heck he was doing. And all of a sudden, uh no, there's some weirds going on. So I guess there's something <laughs> weird going on. Yeah, but I guess yeah. there was something about it. But this doctor brings that edge, that quality, that gravitas. To oh, Kingpin. definitely, definitely. I mean, if you look at it through the olden times, there were um, voice actors um, who are not around anymore, but they did lend their voice to the role of Kingpin. That were very, very uh, uh, awesome. 
but I've always liked Roscoe Lee Brown. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace. The definitely. 90s Kingpin. Yeah. With that, um... He was the one from the Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man cartoon, right? Oh, yeah. And, of course, I've been watching it, but the clips of, uh, you know, um, Roscoe Lee Brown, fantastic. Um, he's phenomenal. Um, the reason why I'm saying this is because that if a person should, you know, go into character or to dress up like the Kingpin, you know, shave your head, <laughs> you know, put on that good stuff on... But I'm just saying, you know, if you commit to a costume, commit to it. Yeah, definitely. What the fuck was he talking about? All right, moving on, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, next bit of movie news, Black Panther Wakanda Forever has passed 400 million. Holy it was a great movie. You haven't moly. seen it. You haven't seen it yet. I'm disappointed. I wanted to do an episode today on it, but it's perfect. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad that you didn't because uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a perfect episode to do for things. Oh, yeah. Perfect episode. But uh, I, you should definitely go see Black Panther. It was great. I thought they did the best they could. It was. It, I think the first one's still better, but they did the best they could without Chaz- well, actually, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, there's a little... Now, I don't know about this, but there was something about, like, you know, if people like the first one or the second one because the second one... Uh, is a little different to the first one, so I don't know if people are comparing it to the first one or the second one, or if they have doubts about it. I'm not sure. Uh, the passing of Chadwick Boseman was just so sad, yeah. uh, so unexpected. Yeah, but they did a good uh, they did a good job addressing it and working it into the story. Oh yeah, very very awesome. And uh, it creates a good story arc for uh, for the characters and whatnot. I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but um, Shuri's the new Black Panther. In a way. <laughs> well, you just came out with that. Well, I think everyone knows already. Uh, but yeah, Letitia Wright did a great job in this, uh, depicting you know mourning and loss, and you know her, you know, you know, trying to you know find her place, uh, you know, in this new world, uh, you know, without her brother, and just everything kind of upended because of it. And uh, Tino Huerta did a amazing job. I think he he stole the show for a lot of the movie as uh, uh, Namor. Prince Namor. Yeah. Prince Khan. Uh, is excellent. Uh, I definitely would recommend that movie. It's a little mini review there for you. Yeah, uh, it's just a little stuff, but you know, I mean, the movie yeah. has made a lot of money since then, but if people are comparing it to the first one, my advice, watch the first one and then watch Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, you got, you got to. It wouldn't make sense without it. Um, yeah. All right, all right. Moving on, moving on. Uh, next bit of movie news: Angela Kang. Uh, she's apparently set to showrun uh, Silk for Amazon. It's a uh, part of the Sony Spider Verse, and it's going to be that like the first. Good. Yeah, it's going to be the first TV series. Um, she uh, rig- Angela Kang was originally part of The Walking Dead, and she was set to do a spinoff series uh, with Norman Reedus uh, in the Walking Dead universe. Uh, but that's uh, that's not going to happen anymore. And so uh, she's uh, going to do a um, a show called Silk Spider Society, and it's going to be the first in an expected slate of Marvel TV series based on the Sony uh, Spider Man universe. So it's going to be interesting. What do you think? Oh, it should be interesting. Uh, no doubt about it. It should be interesting. But um, the guy who plays King on the Ant-Man uh, and the Quantum, Quantum, uh, oh, Quantum Mania. Oh yeah, Quantum Mania. Uh-huh. He was in this new movie called um about this uh the true story about a pilot. I, oh yeah, I saw that trailer uh, when I went to see Black Panther. I couldn't believe it. it looks I mean, great. is he's... that him? I mean, he's ripped. He's in yeah, good he's shape. Yeah, he's still like so ripped, man. 
I don't know how, but I mean, you know. And then my my uh, the one I'm excited for is Creed two, uh, Creed three. Sorry, Creed three. It looks amazing. Uh, just him. He's there and also, Michael B. Jordan, but... like as you know, rivals. It just uh, he has like a like he, like the word you use gravitas. Um, he has such gravitas on screen. The amazing gravitas. The amazing yeah. energy. The amazing you know stuff. But even though that they might do like a um like a a rocky somewhat theme in the in the movie because you know maybe yeah but it was in the two movies i want to i want to see uh creed 3 it looks amazing um it does i mean it it uh looks a little weird but i mean but (laughs) why weird well it it just you know there's no uh drago no stallone i mean but it's i feel like this is just creed's story and i feel like it doesn't need to have all those other characters but um uh, there was nothing in the news about you no know, Ivan Drago doing that Drago spinoff. Oh yeah, there's supposed. To, remember we talked about that in a previous episode. There's going to be a Drago spinoff. I don't know where that's at in production, or if that's even going to get off the ground. But we'll we'll see in due time. We'll um, see in due time. And uh, a sad bit of movie news. Uh, this happened, uh, you know, a, a bit ago. But we're like I said, we're kind of backlogged on our movie news. Uh, John Aniston. Uh, Part of, you know, he was part of the cast of Days of Our Lives, and the father of Jennifer Aniston had passed away. At oh, I heard about that. Age that was of so sad. And of course, the legend Kevin Conroy, who played uh, the voice of Batman in an animated Wayne. series, um, you know, Batman and Bruce Wayne, uh, he has sadly passed away as well. Oh, uh, I didn't. I didn't know about it until I saw it. I'm like, I'm just. I was shocked. But yeah. you know, may may you rest in peace, Mr. Conroy. Definitely we miss you terribly, but we are super fans of the animated series. And my heartfelt condolences go to the Conroy family. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, this brings an end to this week in movie news. Now let's get on to the show. Uh, so planes, trains, and automobiles. Coincidentally, uh, it's the 35th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, if my my awful math is correct. Uh, I believe it's the 35th anniversary of planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, you know, it's a holy moly moment because, you know, it's like, you know, this movie was a phenomenal movie. It was casting correctly. It had the right actors. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um... Yeah, uh, this movie has like you know, uh, comedy uh, and more comedy, and you know, just some crazy stuff, you know. But if you haven't seen it, uh, I would highly recommend it. Definitely, I it's mean, awesome. it's, it has that unmistakable John Hughes uh, feel to it. It has like that that great comedy, those great comedy moments. The great, um, like you said, with the casting, it has, you know, they're a great pair, John Candy. And Steve Martin, and you know, you know, they have such, uh, you know, great. They play off each other really, really well. And then on top of that, the movie has great heart, uh, which I think that's very uh, trademark of all a lot of John Hughes movies. Um, it just, I feel like it just, it's, it's a perfect movie for uh, you know to kick off the Thanksgiving holiday. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, it's so appropriate to kick off Thanksgiving holiday with. The movie called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Definitely. No doubt about it. Uh, so, um, let's see. So, the movie starts, It's uh, you know, with Steve Martin. Of course, he, he works at, like, some kind of advertising firm for, like, cosmetics. And uh, his name is Neil. Neil Page. And uh, they're, uh, you know, they're getting ready uh, to leave uh, work right before the holiday break. 
They're going to go home. He's excited to go home and see his family. But his, uh, his, his boss is like taking forever. Remember, he's like, they're like sitting in the room in silence. Uh, as he's, he's looking at the catalog and he's looking and looking. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, he's looking at the layouts for the new uh, ads. He's tapping his watch. He says, you know, yeah. yeah, Steve Martin's mouthing. He's like, I gotta go. He's gonna be late. He has a plane. He has to catch a plane at O'Hare uh, or to to O'Hare. But of course, fun fact um, for the movie trivia fans out there, uh, Kevin Bacon makes a very small yes, cameo as the taxi racer. <laughs> he races to the taxi exactly. And he can. And I was surprised can, to see. Him. I forgot he was in this. I didn't know he was every, in there. Every time I watch it, like every, I think I always make the same comment. Oh my god, uh, Kevin Bacon's in this. I have no idea why he was in there, but uh, maybe made a small cameo. But for those of you who have what, not... What year did Footloose come out? I believe it was 1984. 84? That, yep. that seems early. So this was post-Footloose? Pretty much, because apparently what happened was that... I thought Footloose was later. He wasn't was the later. first choice to play um, uh, the, the Footloose character. The loose, the, the guy with the loose feet? Yeah, he, was, he wasn't the first <laughs> choice, but uh, somehow they worked in the Greedman, and of course... He was in there. John Lithgow played the minister, but he was actually the first choice of being uh, Fraser Crane, uh, John Lithgow. But of course, they went with Kelsey Grammer, the great, the legend, the um, awesome character. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, um, yeah, so anyway, he's trying to get, uh, you know, he's got to get to um, the airport. So he can get back home. Um, he's talking with one of his co-workers, played by uh, Lyland Ward, who played Ferris Bueller's father. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Or Lyman. Sorry. Lyman Ward. Uh, I, I almost like to think they're set in the same universe because uh, the Lyman Ward's character is from Chicago also. Because I think they, they work in New York, right? Oh, pretty much. You know, I they, believe they work in New York and they're trying to get back home to Chicago. But of course, an airplane schedule, you know, Thanksgiving is one of the busiest seasons of the year. Yeah. And so um, uh, Lyman Ward was telling him like, hey, you know, you, you're going to, you know, it's going to be hard to get a taxi right now. It's like rush hour. Uh, everyone's trying to get home. Like, why don't you just wait till the morning? You're never, never going to make it. John. You'll never make the city. It's kind of like a forbidding tone, you know, kind of predicting the whole happen, movie. It shouldn't happen, but I guess it is what it is. It, ha it's then, happened yeah. since a long, long yeah, time he's ago, like, I guess. Yeah. He's like, why don't you just fly out with me? I'm going like at 8 in the morning. You just catch a flight then. And he's like, no, I, I got to go. I got to be home at a certain time because he's got to go catch his daughter. Is in a, like a play or something like that. And so... He goes. He tries to you know, go get a cab, and that's uh, that's when uh, you know, like you mentioned, he he yeah, he's trying to fight for a cab with Kevin Bacon, and he which I had no idea he was in there, but there was a, <laughs> a um, uh, break dancer. He he was dancing, so he was oh, yeah. dancing. And he was like he couldn't get out of the way, so it was like you know, <laughs> yeah. some kind of all kinds of obstacles. Moment. And then he trips no over he trips over some luggage that's sitting on the sidewalk, and, and it's Dell Griffith. Yeah. Which I have no idea, but of course it was John Candy. I know I didn't. I never noticed that before, but it's John uh, John Candy's character's uh, luggage that he trips over. Uh, I totally forgot about that. Uh, it's it's a perfect like setup. Like every like everything that Dell does, it just uh, it just kind of shits all over. Neil, yeah, pretty much. Neil's but you know, day. <laughs> you gotta love that nostalgic quality, the humor, the talent, the uh, yeah. artistic, uh, you know, nature of the movie, but. Life imitates art, and life imitates art imitates life. life. 
definitely, definitely. And so uh, he misses the cab because he trips over Dell's luggage. And so uh, he sees a, he sees this guy hail a cab, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, out of the." You know, kindness of your heart, you know, he's like, can I appeal to like your good nature and can I have that cab that you just hailed? He's like, and the guy's like, I don't have a good nature. Uh, and he's like, OK, well, how about I give you some cash for it? Uh, he's And he starts saying, well, I can give you like ten dollars for the cab, you know, and, and you know, if you could just give me that cab for ten dollars, I'll give you the money. And he's like, um, how about fifty He's like, okay, fine, fifty dollars. And he's like, hey, well, if you're willing to pay fifty, you're gonna be willing to pay seventy five. So he's like extorting him out of money. Uh, and of course, the guy is the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're he, he was saying like, I don't have a good because when he's uh, earlier when he was like, you know, can you can I appeal to can I appeal to your good nature? And the guy's like, I don't have a good nature. And later he, he reveals that he's a lawyer. <laughs> Uh, so the guy extorts him out of $75 and then, uh, poor, uh, Neil's about to get in the cab and then, uh, and then the cab gets stolen from Del Griffith. <laughs> You'd see someone loading luggage Played by the lead the Doug Candy himself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, apparently, uh, Del didn't know that, uh, that that was a taking cab. And so uh, poor Neil goes chasing after the cab. He, he tries to rip open the door and then Dell, you know, stares at him with a surprised face. And then, uh, of course, the cab uh, ends up driving off and uh, leaving Neil and it's dust. And then poor uh, Neil's stuff falls over the ground. His suit, his briefcase gets run over and whatnot. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> you know, this, this uh, comedy or this slapstick comedy is fantastic. And I would recommend it to the whole movie critics that enjoy this kind of humor. Because, you know, this is John Hughes who um, directed this movie. And, of course, at the end of the credits, you see a um, symbol with a star that says uh, Hughes. Oh, Hughes yeah. Production. Nice. Um, so anyway, uh, Neil, he makes his way to the airport, um, and then so his flight gets bumped, uh, to a later time, and then, uh, uh so he goes and calls his wife, right, he tells, tells her he's gonna be late, and lo and behold, uh, who is he sitting next to in the airport? John Candy! <laughs> Del, yeah. John Candy's Dell Griffith. Da, da, da. And, uh, he, somehow he always ends up finding his way back to Dell. Uh, so he's, you know, he's disappointed that he's going to miss his flights. And, um, anyway, so, uh, so Dell, uh, he ends up talking with him for a little bit and then he's like, Hey, you seem familiar to me. I, he's like, I'm a guy who, who's good with names, but I can't seem to place your name, but you look familiar to me. And he's like, yeah, you're the, you're the guy who stole my cab he's like oh yeah i thought i remembered you i, I no I like, idea it's one thing i like I'm about very very sorry mr page you know? yeah it's one thing i like about john candy's character he's always such a happy-go-lucky guy like, happy-go-lucky man <laughs> the actor himself he is so funny you know yeah he is um very very funny i wish he would live longer but he sadly passed away god bless you good sir yes um and then, uh, yeah, like I said, he's so happy-go-lucky all the time, even though he's like a harbinger of, of bad luck. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, he's a genuine fella. Absolutely. <laughs> very genuine, very, very happy. Almost looks like a Dom DeLuise character. The way he's doing his comedic acting, the way he looks, <laughs> yeah. kind of. Uh, so, uh, anyway, they get on the plane, and uh, uh, Neil's fighting with the flight attendant about uh, how he, he should be in uh, first class. He paid for a first class ticket, but uh, the, the 
the ticket he has says uh, they bumped him to coach, and so he he wants he's disappointed because he wants to, he wanted to fly first class. Uh, but coach she's is like, fantastic. <laughs> you know, you you get all the uh, uh, whatever uh, whatever stuff you get on coach, but it's like you know. Coach is more fancier, you know. You no, get co- like coach you know, is like the lower level. It's a lower level, but you know, and first class is uh, is like the top of the line, and he wanted the top of the line. He's that kind of guy, uh, but he ends up getting stuck in a in a coach seat right next to Del Griffith again. Yep, <laughs> and Del he's, he's sitting he's sitting between like a Del Griffith and this old guy who's who, coughing, <laughs> keeps coughing, and doesn't cover his fucking like, mouth, like uh, Jeff the drunk from. Uh, from the Howard Stern show. How he was so funny and so <laughs> graceful with his wit. <laughs> and how he almost kept it together, but... Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he always, like I said, he always finds his way back to Dell. Uh, and of course, Dell's being obnoxious. He's, uh, he's over there. He's being his usual self. Yeah, he's being usual his usual self. self. I mean, he doesn't know. lucky friend. He's, he's not intentionally trying to be obnoxious, but he likes talking, and he's talking and talking and talking. And, uh, you know, Neil's just like, so like, oh, my gosh, this guy won't shut up. I just want to rest. And then, uh, of course, and he's taking off his socks We're over there. He ends up accidentally slapping. Take uh, off your socks. Please <laughs> leave off your socks. Please yeah, and he's being, he's being all obnoxious about it. He's like, ooh, my dogs are barking. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, And then he takes off his sock and accidentally slaps Neil in the face with it. And and then uh, there's a scene where like he's just trying to get some rest. And then the the old guy is just hacking and coughing up a lung next to him. And then, and then on the other side of him, uh, Dell is just like asleep on his shoulder, snoring really loud. And it's just a sign of the things to come. This is only the tip of the iceberg. It's only the tip of the <laughs> iceberg, ladies and gentlemen. This is a funny. <laughs> Film from the 1987 era. Yeah, and then of course uh, we see there's a huge like snowstorm happening, a like Rudolph the reindeer level snowstorm happening uh, in Chicago, <laughs> and it's uh, it snowed out uh, the uh, the airport, and so they can't land. They can't land the plane there, so they have to they have to land in uh, Wichita. Unfortunately, uh, and uh, he has to call his wife again. Let him know, hey. And she's uh, worried, but yeah. she wants him back at home for the Thanksgiving holiday. And, and you know what? It, it's what it is. But you know, Steve Martin and John Candy just play this. They they play it well in this movie. They're funny, slapstick comedy, hilarious. The hilarity is so funny. I highly recommend it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um. So he's uh, uh, Neil. You know Neil's disappointed. Of course, he he's gonna want to try and get another flight out to Chicago. But uh, Dell's warning him, "Hey, you're never gonna get another flight out there in time." He's like, "It's hard." Yeah, he's like, "You know, we're gonna be uh, stuck here. So why don't why don't you come with me?" Uh, he's like, "You better get a you better get a hotel now because they're gonna get um, they're gonna get all taken up." Of course, you know Neil. Uh, he ends up calling his wife, and that wastes time. All the all the uh, hotels and stuff get bought up. But luckily, Dell, he got a, a spot at the Braidwood Inn. Uh, he he was quick on the draw, and he knows the guy. Of course, uh, this you know that's one thing I also like about uh, Dell is that he's you know he's the very witty humor. He's very personable. He like knows because he's a uh, what is he a shower curtain ring salesman. He's, he sold the shower curtain rings, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know when you sell shower curtain rings, you know you get like. Uh, I don't know, a pretty good hotel room or something like that? <laughs> well, I, I think it's no because idea. It's, it's because of his personality. He gets to know people and, and like he, he, he gets a lot of uh you know he, 
he uh, he gets a lot of like relationships with people just because of the business he conducts and the you know his personality. He's very friendly, and so he's able to pull a lot of uh, you know he's able to pull a lot of favors from people because he does a lot of favors for people. And so I think that's one, that's one thing I really like about him as well. Uh, so he's like, you know what? I know a guy at, at the Braidwood Inn. I sold him some shirt, shirt, uh, shirts. I sold, sold him some shower curtain rings. Uh, so I can, maybe I can get you a room there, even though they're all booked out. And so they go there, they take a sleazy cab over to, uh, over to the motel. Um, uh, it's by some guy named uh, Doobie or something like that, right? Yeah, which is played by Saul Acker. I have no idea his, who his, it is, but his, his is. name is Larry Hankin. Oh, Larry Hankin! And apparently, uh, he's been in. He has like a, a long career uh, going back uh, since the '60s. Um, but the one place I remember him from, he's, he played uh, Carl and Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just remembered that face. You see him in a lot of stuff. He's been in a bunch of sitcoms, TV shows. He was on Friends. He played, yeah, the, he was on he Friends. The landlord, uh, yeah. Mister Something Something. I forget his name. Yeah, so they end up, they, they end up uh, trying to get uh, you know two separate rooms, but uh, there's only one room left. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And uh, much to uh, Neil's chagrin, it only has one bed. Oh, no. Uh, that must be hard to uh, share a bed with John Candy. He's such a big fella. Well, you know, <laughs> you know the big fella needs some, uh, some uh, you know, happiness, I guess. Yeah, I, but there's I, guess a lot I have of, no idea why that There's happened, a lot of awkwardness uh, with sharing the room. Like, there's one point where John Candy's like, oh, uh, do you want to take a shower? And then Neil's like, no, no. What do you... And he's like, no, not together. Like, like, no, you shower first. Like, he's like, oh, okay. Like, like he really, he really thought that that Dell wanted to shower with him or something <laughs> like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> no, that would have been awful. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> your uh, your idea, funny, is uh, terrifying. I have no idea. I have a, I have some <laughs> any, of a any. warped sense of humor, but <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's my good nature. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that is correct. Uh, anyway, so uh, Neil goes to take a shower, and uh, he is uh, uh, he, he sees that the bathroom is like a complete mess. I guess Dell made a huge mess out of it. There's stuff all over the counter. All the towels are used up except for one little washcloth. Uh, he's 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 like in the middle of uh, washing the soap out of his eyes, and the the water cuts out and cuts back in again. And it's just like, trying to wipe mess. the soap out of his eyes, but yeah. there is a direct reference to. <laughs> That I Love Lucy episode, that very classic episode oh, where yeah, she I watched so yeah. bad her eyes, but she can't wash them out, and it's like... I don't know if that was a reference to that, but well, it was it a similar been. situation. It kind of similar, but, you know, it is what it is, you know, it yeah. was a classic episode. And then meanwhile, uh, Dell's on the bed, uh, he's... Um, he's smoking. And drinking beer. Drinking some beers. Uh, and of course, it spills on the bed because <laughs> yeah. of the magic fingers, which don't exist. I have no idea if they do, but maybe they... Might I'm not oh, sure. Is that, is that what the vibrating beds called? Yeah, the uh, magic so, fingers. So he has you, one of those vibrating beds. I've only put, seen. Um, you put some coins in there, and of yeah. course it vibrates, and all and of a sudden, so it, yeah, it shook up the beer. You don't see it; it's, it happens off screen, but it shook yeah. up the beer, and it, I guess it it sprayed it all over the all over Old the mattress. And then, magic fingers. And then uh, there's one scene where he you can see he pulls a picture of his wife out, uh, puts sits it on the counter, and then uh, he's just enjoying his time on there on the bed. And then by the time Neil has to go to bed, like the he's all pissed because the mattress is soaked in beer, and he can't he can't sleep. Neil and, Page is angry. <laughs> yeah, and of course. Uh, Dell, just like on the flight, Dell has some annoying habits. He's he's sitting there, you know, cracking his neck and he's cracking his knuckles, and he's uh, he's over there trying to read a book with like a lighter. And he's, trying to, 
Are you trying to clear his sinuses, but yeah. it's so loud and he's disgusting? Like hocking up, he's like hocking up a storm. He's like clearing his sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Neil's just about had it. He's like, no. Like, what are you doing? He's like, I got to clear my sinuses. Otherwise, I'd be snoring all night when I sleep. <laughs> That's nasty. But, you yeah. know, it is what it is, you know. As a comedy, that um, yeah, energetic and then, and then, look. To yeah, it. I feel bad for poor, uh, you know, Dell Because, you know, he, he genuinely, you know. He doesn't know sometimes uh, that he's annoying people, you know. And so uh, Steve Martin's character goes off on him, and Neil's just like yelling, "I'm like, you know, you're you're ridiculous. You don't know what you're kind of. You're the kind of guy that doesn't know when to shut up. You know, uh, you know, you're supposed, you know, you're trying to tell anecdotes, but anecdotes are supposed to lead somewhere, and they, your stories lead nowhere." He's like, "They're not even amusing accidentally, honey. I'd, li- I'd like you to meet Del Griffith. He's got some amusing anecdotes for you." Oh, here's a gun so you can blow your brains out. You'll thank me for it. And then he's telling and that famous <laughs> quote, saying, like, you know, all right, it makes you feel better. Yeah, he's You like, can always be angry at me, but I'm a big target. Yeah, he's like, I'm an I'm easy target. I'm the real article. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you. But I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like I like me. My wife likes me. Yeah, he was just really, really like lashing into him. But uh, John Candy had that good heartfelt moment. Very, uh, very much. He plays it so good. Like he's he's so he's such an excellent uh, comedic actor. But he also pulled out a lot of the emotional stops uh, for moments like this. You know, you could really see the emotion in his eyes as he's talking and. Uh, there's a bit of history behind those eyes, which, uh, you know, we'll find out later in the movie. Uh, but yeah, of those course, googly eyes, you know, he, googly wiggles eyes. A, That's not... he, he wiggles his fingers, he has those wide <laughs> eyes, and he just wiggles his eyes, and he's, he's so funny, you know, I, I didn't realize how funny he was, but he is so funny. But of course, Steve Martin, who was on the Johnny Carson show, he uh, wasn't so funny back then, he was trying to do his best to make people laugh, and he was making people laugh, but yeah. nowadays he is... Super, super funny and yeah. super, super legendary. Definitely, definitely. I like how uh, after the scene where um, uh, Dell defends himself, um, he uh, lays back in bed and he kind of is like a, it's, it's very childlike because he kind of turns back to see if uh, Neil's looking at him because Neil's about to leave and get his own room and then uh, <laughs> and then Dell turns back to see if Neil was impacted by, you know, by his words and then uh, Neil feels bad and so he goes back to bed and lays down and uh, you know they wake up the next morning and um, <laughs> and of course Del, this is, this where is, is your hand no, 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 there's, there's, there's some more stuff but first first we see we wake up to see that Neil uh, is being spooned by Dell <laughs> and then Dell I guess I guess you know he, he's still asleep uh, so he's I think he's, he's probably dreaming about his wife, yeah he's probably dreaming on, about his wife like, it's, it's I hope like, so I have no idea what, what was going on but it's like you know like, it's like, you know, like, they're like so he's like he's like kissing his he's like kissing uh, Steve Martin's ear and so I have no idea what spooning what him yeah. and then he, and then Steve Martin eventually wakes up he's like Del why are you kissing my ear and then and then uh, they're holding hands too and then and then Del's like why are you holding my hand and then Neil's like where's your other hand and he's like and then uh, Del's like between two pillows. <laughs> He says, those are pillows. Ah! <laughs> and then they scream and they get up and they're like, oh, oh man, they're all grossed <laughs> out. And then they try to shake it off and they, they try to act all manly like, oh, 
Oh, uh, hey, have, have you seen the Bears game? I mean, they're doing good this year. <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> and then uh, Neil goes in the, the the bathroom to wash his face, you know, kind of shake off everything that just happened. And then, of course, he sees Dell's sock sitting in the sink. It's so gross. <laughs> He's washing his uh, face with Dell's sock water. <laughs> and then he dries his face off. Gross. He dries his face off accidentally with a pair of Dell's underwear. <laughs> just... <laughs> It's just so. Uh, oh it's just my so, god! Uh, you know that nostalgic quality, that yeah. nostalgic stuff. You know, um, I highly recommend, ladies and gentlemen. It is yeah. very, very good and very, very awesome. And of course, it's really, really funny. Yeah. If you're looking into that funny, funny stuff, I highly <laughs> recommend it. Oh, definitely. Oh, and then the, no I, doubt. Forgot, I forgot to mention in the middle of the night while they were sleeping, there was a guy that snuck in their room. He like Jimmy had opened the lock with a knife and he stole their money out of their wallets. Because uh, I guess it's, uh, excuse me, I guess it's like a kind of shady area or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a sleazy motel and whatnot. And they got their money stolen in the middle of the night. Yeah, which is really, really odd, but. Yeah. I have no idea how it happened, but you know, it's just, it just puts yeah. no use. And the next morning, uh, they go to eat breakfast. And of course, there's no money in the wallet. Yeah. Well, at first, uh, Dell's ta- talking to Neil about how, you know, we're never going to make it out in time uh, by plane. You know, everything's too backlogged. He's like, uh, I know a guy. Uh, he can get us, uh, you know, he works at the railroad. He can get us on a train. Uh, it'll take us, uh, you know, straight to Chicago. So uh, uh, he's like, okay. Um, and then that, that's when... Uh, that's when uh, Neil goes to pay for breakfast. He finds there's no money in his wallet. He had like what, like seven hundred dollars in his wallet. It's missing. And he accuses Dell at first, and he's like, "Excuse me, I've not, I've never stolen anything in my life." You know, he's like, "Here, you go check. Go ahead and check my wallet." And he's like, "Oh yeah, like you would keep it in your wallet." He's like, "No, I have like what, like two hundred something bucks in there. If count it, if there's a dollar more, then you can call me a thief." And he goes to check it. He's like, "It's empty." He's like, what? <laughs> yeah and so yeah, that's when they realized that they've been robbed um so uh they're gonna have someone pick him up uh what who yep. is, i i think it's a guy who played doc dr connor's on uh Spider-Man yes too. yeah that's right um uh, the, the, the guy who uh hawking and spitting <laughs> yeah dylan baker that's his dylan name. baker yes yeah so uh it's like a, a son of a friend uh goes to pick him up uh or gus's nephew i guess he, oh yeah yeah that's right uh, yeah, no, no, it's Gus's son. Oh, Gus's son. Yes. Yeah, and so uh, he's like this most hillbilliest guy you could ever see. Like he's he's like chewing tobacco and he's like snorting and spitting all over the place. And he's like uh, he goes to shake uh, Steve Martin's hand, and he's like he's covered in like uh, uh, tobacco spit and <laughs> so disgusting. Uh, and then uh, you know, so they're they're gonna load him in the back of the truck. They're gonna take him to their destination. And then uh, they ha- uh, he's all yelling at his wife to help him with their luggage. He's like, "Hey, get out here! Get off your lazy butt and help him." He's like, "No, they're like, no, no, no. It's fine. We can we can handle it ourselves." And then they're like, "No, uh, she she may be short and skinny, but she's strong. Her first child came out sideways, and she didn't scream or nothing." <laughs> oh Which God. I have no idea what was that about, but <laughs> comedic humor, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, we got it, we got it. And then they're sitting in the back of the truck, uh, freezing cold. Uh, and then uh, by the time they get to their destination, uh, their like eyebrows are all frozen. And, and then the dog's uh, frozen. And yeah. He looks angry. Oh yeah. There's a dog back there that uh, Neil tries to grab like his gloves. Uh, there's like a 
like the bed the bed of the truck is covered in hay yep. and he goes to grab his gloves off the hay and then there's a dog that leaps out of there and scares him half to death and by the time they get to their destination even the dog is like frozen he's like all chattering his teeth and he's like covered in frost and stuff that's hilarious i love it uh, sometimes this movie can be a little a uh, little bit cartoony uh, yep. but, uh very I mean, very least, cartoony uh, but yeah. very very funny <laughs> yeah you definitely. know what i mean yeah, so they're about to part ways. Uh, they get to the train uh, station. They're about to part ways, and uh, and then uh, Dell's like, "Oh, you know, I I need your address so I can pay you back for all the things that you paid for." And he's like, "No, just consider it a gift. Uh, you know, have a happy holidays. You know." Uh, and then they're, they're about to separate. Uh, they're on the train. Everything seems to be going smoothly. Now they're back together again <laughs> with some stuff. Yeah, because the train, the but the train. Uh, I don't know. Something goes wrong with the train, like breaks down or something, right? Yeah, something like that. It breaks down and uh, starts smoking, and then uh, they end up having to get off the train, and uh, uh, they have to load off everyone's luggage. They're 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 taking him um, to shuttles. You know, I forget where they're taking him to, but they're taking him on like uh, like these uh, sh- buses somewhere else. And then uh, Neil sees Dell, uh, you know, dragging his big uh, trunk. Uh, behind him so he decides to help him and of course they're on the train of course they're trying to figure out a song to sing and then of course john candy with his energetic voice <laughs> says flintstones oh yeah it wasn't on the train it was on the um, that was on the bus because it uh, remember the the train uh, station provided like buses for them and so uh, they were both on the bus together. And then, uh, of course, there's a lot of annoying people on the bus as well. Yeah, no, when they there's like a, they, there's like a couple like you, know, like you know, <laughs> from now town to bedrock, they're a page right out of his story. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're with the Flintstones, have a yabba dabba do time, a dabba do time. We'll have a gay all night. Wilma! <laughs> Uh, I love that scene. Yeah, uh, it's just so funny. There, there was one part where, uh, you know, because they were they were trying to uh, think of sing uh, songs to sing, and then three uh, coins and a fountain. Yeah, Neil, Neil comes up with a song, and then uh, that no one wants to sing, and everyone just kind of stares at him. Like, <laughs> well, actually, three coins and a fountain is a real song by Sing. It, it was sang by someone. Yeah, yeah, but Neil chooses it, but no one wants to sing it, and they just they just look back at him like he's, like, songs. he's an idiot. They, the people Want to sing on the but bus. everyone, everyone uh, loved to sing the Flintstones song. They loved the Flintstones cartoon. <laughs> but the best scene was funny. There was like a bunch of annoying people. Like there's like that couple making it out, like like all passionately. Like where Bill Griffith says, like, you know, you'll take a look, and it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and the guy that's kissing the lady, he's like, "Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer." And then and then Neil just la- or Dale just laughs at Neil. He's like, "Ah, you got caught." <laughs> Staring. You know, it's, it's, yeah. what it is? You know, it's John Candy humor, Steve Martin humor. I mean, you know, it, it's the holiday, it, it, it's the gift that keeps on giving. The, the holiday movie that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently this bus that they're on only goes to Cincinnati. And so um, by the time uh, by the time they get to the end of the line, um, that's when uh, Neil uh, suggests that they part ways again. And then Del, you can see Dell's kind of offended by it, right? He, he was hoping that he would kind of go the distance with him. Uh, so he kind of gets offended. He's like, okay, no, no, that's, I see. I see. That's fine. Uh, you know, or why don't I just, uh, you could take, um, uh, cause at that point, like he had sold a bunch of shower curtain rings, right. To make some money. Uh, so yeah. And, uh, he, was, he, he was has, set- uh, he sold shower curtains to, um, uh, 
I forget, but he, he yeah. sold like uh, he, he, he sells them as earrings. Yeah, he sells them as earrings. And <laughs> I thought that was funny. And he's claiming a bunch of Cronkite earring, you know, yeah. it's, it's, moon, it's moon earrings, healings, you know, yeah. so they're lighter, so they won't fill up with air. So it's like, you know, yeah, he's like, he's like making a bunch of wild claims. So these are Daryl Strawberry signed earrings here. And then he, he makes like a hundred, a hundred bucks off of selling shower curtain rings as earrings. Kind of a brilliant little scheme he got going there. In a way, Mr. Um, John Candy is incredible with yeah. his acting. So after... Uh, no doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So after Neil decides to part ways, uh, Dell's like, you know what? You know, here, why don't you take the money? Uh, that, that way I can make up for some of the costs that I, uh, you know, that I incurred, you know, on our trip. And, and uh, Neil's like, no, I told you, just take it as a gift. And he's like, no, 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 it's okay. And whatnot so they they kind of go their separate ways for a bit uh that's when uh neil goes to get a uh you know he goes to get a rental car uh so uh, he gets dropped off by a shuttle and then uh he goes there and the car's not there yeah and the, the car is not there and it's like you know <laughs> really 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 um yeah and then so and then the shuttle leaves him behind so he goes to he goes he's left there by the by the uh car uh rental service shuttle to an empty spot and he's freaking pissed he's trying to call back the shuttle and then the shuttle uh leaves him behind they didn't see him and then so he has to trek back in the snow to the car rental uh you know place uh to air his grievances and then uh you know of course he uh, you know he's just trudging along in the snow and eventually he gets back uh and he meets with um Edie McClurg. Edie McClurg. Yeah, Edie McClurg, who's uh, <laughs> in a bunch of movies. Yeah, she's of, funny. Of course, she's the secretary, Grace, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, she's been in so many things. I believe but she's, she's an airplane attendant. And of course, she's like, you know, talk to her family. But, like, you know, I'll make the crescent rolls. And you make, you bring in the turkey, you know. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. She's on the phone. And then uh, freaking uh, Neil walks up all pissed. He's just, he's just, I need a rental car. <laughs> yeah. He drops so many f bombs. <laughs> I want a fucking car, you know. <laughs> like I don't care if it's a fucking Datsun, a fucking Ford, but I need any fucking something. And you, you need to wipe that. You need to wipe, wipe that, that fucking, fucking smile, smile off, off that your fucking rosy face. face. <laughs> of the rosy fucking cheeks or something like that. <laughs> and then Edie McClurg is like, you know, I don't care much. May for you, I so. help you with your? May <laughs> I help you with your ticket, sir? Where's your? Uh, Oh, yeah, she's like, oh, do you have your rental agreement? He's like, I fucking threw it away. And then she's like, well. Ah, uh, no. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she turns it around on him. But that, that, that scene's so hilarious. I love that. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Uh, so he's screwed. I don't know why he freaking bothered, uh, you know, I don't know why he threw away the rental agreement. That that's that's uh that's stupid. Um but anyway, his misfortune Always keep keeps it with you. His misfortune keeps happening. So he tries to get a cab. Uh there's like a little cab station right outside. Uh, I don't know if it's around the same area if he had to walk somewhere else, but uh he goes and he's being rude to the cabbie. Um the guy's like um Hey, because uh, he, he's trying to get a cab from the guy and he's like, Hey, why don't you take an airplane? Uh, you know, it's gonna be a lot faster than taking a cab. And then, uh, I guess, you know, because the, the cabbie doesn't know all the issues that are going on at the airport, I guess. And then uh, freaking uh, Neil's like, hey, if I wanted to hear a joke, if, if I wanted to 
a laugh, I would just go follow you into the the restroom and watch you take a leak or something like that. And the cabbie gets pissed. He's like, why, so why don't you just get me a fucking car? And then the guy decks him in the face and knocks him into the street. He almost gets run over by... Del Griffith himself, the <laughs> man always, with the humor, John Candy. He always shows up at the right time, <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, Del goes to help Neil up off the floor, and then um, and the cabbie's yelling at him, "Hey, get the car, get this car to the way." He's like, "Excuse me, sir, don't you see that this?" Uh, he's like, "Don't you have a heart? Don't you see that this man's hurt?" And he's like, "Why don't you help? You know, help me help him up." And then, and then the cabbie's like, my pleasure. And, he, and of course, uh, the cabbie grabs uh, Steve Martin's uh, balls. He grabs him by the crotch. And he yeah. throws... And then, like I said, this movie's like... At some moments, Plastic it's like a... Comedy. It's like a cartoon, like a Looney Tune. Because uh, this point where they're driving and then the, the guy grabbed his crotch so hard, his, he's talking like he uh, inhaled helium. Uh, <laughs> so In a way, you know, I his, mean... His it, voice is all high-pitched. No, his voice is high-pitched. It's like a cartoon... <laughs> But yeah. it is absolutely, absolutely funny. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. You know, you get to this point where there, it's there's consistent uh, uh, moments throughout the movie where it's like really like outlandishly cartoony. So you get to kind of like uh, just accept it. Uh, you know, you're gonna see some funny stuff like that throughout the movie. So they, uh, so at this point, uh, Dell is taking him in the uh, in the rental car. Uh, they uh, they continue on their journey. And, uh, oh, mess around! <laughs> Everybody's doing the mess yeah. around. So this is the point where uh, where uh, Neil's asleep in the car, Dell's uh, rocking out to uh, to uh, who's who's what song? Oh, about the Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Song. He's yeah doing the mess around. Yeah, he's just rocking out. He's playing the air saxophone. Uh, he, you know, know, do, he's dancing doing the, in the car, do, doing the <laughs> piano piano fingers. But you know, Ray Charles with his classic voice. You know, oh, yeah. rest in peace. And then uh, this point where uh, where uh, Dell's smoking a cigarette, he flicks it out the window, and it flies it flies perfectly right into the back seat. But it just like bounces off the glass window and it hits the car, and it's like you know. Yeah, it lands it lands on the seat. Uh, of course, uh, that's that's not that's no bueno. <laughs> and then uh, there's some point where he. Uh, uh, he's trying to take off his jacket, and then uh, like the the uh, cuffs of his jacket get stuck on the seat. First on his like uh, on his uh, right hand, and then on his left hand. So he's like he's like stuck to the seat, driving with his his knees, uh, and he's trying to steer. I don't know why he didn't. Just, and there wasn't like any cars on the road. He should have just like uh, came to a stop and then had like uh, Neil help him out. But of course, he's just trying to. He's going like full speed trying to drive, and he ends up like spinning out, doing like a three sixty, you know, crazy spin. And uh, uh, Neil wakes up. He's like, "What's going on? Are you okay?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine. Uh, it was just a deer in the road. We almost hit a deer." <laughs> and then uh, he gets back on the highway, and he gets back. He but he exits or he enters on the off ramp. He's going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple on the other side of the freeway yelling and screaming at him, and he he uh, he, he has no idea why they're yelling. Uh, he's like, "How would they know where we're going? How do they know we're going the wrong way?" <laughs> and he, and then uh, and they're like, he's trying to like appease them. Okay, thank you. Yeah, whatever. He's like, yeah, they're just drunk, and he's like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, 
And then Neil slowly realizes that they're talking about they're going the wrong direction on the freeway. And he sees two big semis coming. They barely miss them. They like they like squeeze right in between the two semis and then the whole the sides of the car are scraping. And then another cartoony moment happens when they're like, you know, like in a cartoon when someone gets like shocked or or scared or something like like they turn into skeletons, like literally like both of them in the car, like turn into to skeletons. And then uh, Neil looks over and Dell's like a devil. Like he's having, hall- <laughs> <laughs> he's having like hallucinations because he's so yep. terrified. And then by the time they come to a stop, they're, they're like fingers are embedded in the dashboard. And then and Neil uh, takes his fingers out. It <sighs> and, Yeah. And then Adele, he had like bent the steering wheel, like at a 45 degree angle. Uh, it's, it's hilarious. Um, he is funny. And Neil, Neil's just exhausted Very at this funny. point. Uh, all their luggage went flying off the roof rack. And so uh, Neil goes to, uh, Neil and Dell go to collect the luggage. And at one point, they're just kind of sitting there. Um, they're just so tired. Uh, they're sitting there on top of Dell's uh, uh, trunk. And they turn around and then the, they see the, the car on fire. And then the, uh, Neil's just laughing because like <laughs> he's just like busting out laughing. He's like, "Finally, finally, you did it to yourself. Uh, you know, you've been you've been doing it to the, to me this whole time, and finally, you did it to yourself." And then he realizes, though, he's like, "Wait, how did how, how did you rent the car without a credit card? Because Dell didn't have a credit card. He, he just had a uh, a charge card for uh, was it the Chalmers Big and Tall shop? Yeah. And then uh, then uh, Dell admits that." Uh, his diner, his diner card, his diner club card, uh, got swapped out uh, with Neil's. Um, that's when. Uh, <laughs> okay, let me start over. And then uh, that's when uh, Dell admits that uh, Neil's diner's club card got swapped out with his uh, his card. And then uh, I think it was back at the uh, motel, right? And then, uh, yep. so he used it uh, to rent the rental car. And then, freaking Neil's just pissed. He's like, "You stole that from me." And he's like, "No." He's like, he's like trying to justify, like, you know what? I, uh, what, what did he say? What, what was he trying to tell him? I, I, uh, I didn't take your wallet. Yeah, but he's trying to justify the fact that he has the card, and um, and now uh, the car is on fire and it's under uh, Neil's uh, Neil's credit card. So he just fucking pissed. And so uh, luckily, somehow um, they were able to uh, put the car out in time and uh, to the point where it's like semi-functional. They're actually able to drive it. It's like it's like burned to a crisp, uh, but they're able to start it. Somehow they drive to a hotel and uh, and Neil. Uh, he rents a hotel room. Uh, it was, it came out to like, what, like 40 something bucks, but he only had, uh, $17 and a pretty nice watch. And so the the guy, the guy let him, uh, rent a room. Uh, Dell only had two bucks and a Casio. Yep. Uh, unfortunately. uh, Martin Frino, he, um, he plays a hotel clerk. Oh yeah. He's the, he was, but he was the. (laughs) Blood sucking lawyer in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, that was a good catch. I didn't, I, I didn't notice that at first, but yeah, that was a good catch. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, so uh, Neil, he gets uh, he gets a hotel room. Uh, with two, it was a nice hotel room too. It had two beds and everything. 
And then uh, Neil, uh, you know, he's he's sitting up in there for the night and he realizes that Dell is sitting out there in the snow, uh, sitting in the burned out car. Uh, and there's one there's one uh, nice emotional moment where he's sitting there talking with his wife. Um, you know, he's just like, you know, I wish you were here with me right now. I'm, I'm it's such a very, an idiot. very heartfelt. Yeah, moment. he's it like, almost brought a tear to my eye, but yeah, it's he, very, very heartfelt. Yeah, he's like, I'm such a you know idiot. Uh, you're you're right. I always, uh, you know, I always never know when to shut my app and whatnot. And he's just saying, I always push away. I feel bad know. for John Candy's character, by the way. I mean, he didn't yeah. do anything wrong. I mean, of course, he talks and talks and talks. Yeah, he doesn't He'll know. Talks, he's uh, Steve Martin's ear off. You know, he he's just a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he. Uh, he talks too much for his own good. And that's what he's telling. He's like, you know, I meet this nice guy that I actually, you know, enjoy his company. And I, what do I do? I push him away. Um, so he's feeling really bad at this point. And then, uh, Neil, Neil, he's feeling bad himself. He sees, he sees Dell sitting in the snow. So he invites him in and he invites him into the hotel room. Um, what do you think so far? It's an awesome, awesome movie. You know, it's, uh, full of comedy spirit, full of the nostalgic quality, full of that John Hughes, casting and it's brilliant, awesome yeah brilliant brilliant casting very very brilliant i give it the, i give this movie a high rental oh definitely 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 uh it's for free right now on pluto so you can get it on uh i don't know what streaming services it's available on but you can uh maybe tubi or pluto yeah you can uh it's for free right now on on pluto tv uh so you can watch it at your leisure and um, also johnny carson <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Random. Any, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, Dell. Uh, after uh, Neil invites Dell into the hotel room, uh, they start talking and joking around, and then uh, Dell's talking about, you know what? Uh, if I'm lucky, after I pass away, um, you know what's going to be left of me is a few shower curtain rods that haven't fallen down yet. That's going to be my legacy. And then uh, Neil starts talking with him about how, you know what, uh, at least we have wives that love us, right? And then, uh, you know, you can see uh, uh, Dell kind of gets a little emotional about that. Uh, he's missing his wife at this point. And, um, and then, you know, they keep joking around. They're, they're, drinking, uh, they're drinking some uh, little shots of uh, little bottles of, uh, I think, what was that tequila or vodka or yep. something like that? Tequila and vodka, you know, Seabart says, you know, is this a great combo? And then John Kane says, no, no, no. <laughs> and then the, at this point, uh, you know, they wake up in the morning. The car, you know, still barely drivable. But they uh, they try leaving the hotel in the morning. They, uh, they, actually, they actually hit the hotel. <laughs> they back up into the front of the, the hotel. And, and then uh, Neil's the car's like, a piece of shit, of he's course. like, just drive, drive, drive. And then so uh, they're on the highway uh, trying to make their way to Chicago. And they get pulled over by the police because their car. Who plays? Who's portrayed by Michael McKean himself? From Spinal Tap. <laughs> oh, really? That's him. Okay, yep. yes. uh, that's that's great. I didn't recognize that at first, um, but yeah. So they get pulled over because their car is just too dangerous to be on the road. None of, none of the gauges function. Like they can't tell how fast they were going. Apparently, they were going like seventy miles an hour. Uh, and he's like, I, I, you know, I can see that because you know, there's no uh, feasible way we could tell our speed, seeing as how we have a melted uh, speedometer. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, Is there any functioning gauges on the car? He's like, um, maybe the radio no. works. Yeah, he's like, no, but the radio works, and it, uh, I don't know how, but 
it's it's clear you know it's clear as day you know don't t- don't ask me how <laughs> he's like i can't let you proceed in this car it's just too dangerous to be on the road and so um dell uh tries to appeal to the pol- the policeman's uh uh you know the niceness and whatnot he's he, he leans over he's like you know what i'm i'm I really, uh, I can't have this car impounded. I'm trying to get my friend home for Thanksgiving. He's got to be with his family. But the, the the policeman, he doesn't care. He impounds the car. You can see it being hauled away uh, by a tow truck, unfortunately. Uh, so then, uh, luckily, Dell he always pulls something out of his hat. Uh, he finds a truck driver that's going to take him uh, all the way to Chicago. Uh, and then uh, Neil's relieved. He's like, oh, you know. Hopefully that cab is heated. He's like, "Oh, we're not staying in the cab. We're going, uh, we're going in the back." So they, they sit in, in the uh, in the cargo of the truck, uh, sitting amongst what I forget what they were hauling. Oh, I don't know meat, like eggs, or something. Or eggs I forget. Or whatever the so they're sitting all cold in the back. But it, you know, it takes them it takes them where they need to go. They get to the train station. Yep. Um, but of course, you know, uh, see Martin's on the train, and of course, you know, he gets off, and of course, he sees John Candy, and of course, he's sad, and of course. Yeah, so uh, we all know what, what what that's about. Yeah, so uh, so John Candy parts ways with him at the, uh, at the train. Uh, you know that's going to take um, Neil home to his family, and uh, they're like, you know, they're sending you know they're they're sending well wishes to each other. Like, hey, you know, say say hi to the family for me, and yeah, you know, you too, and you know, happy happy Thanksgiving, and um, and then. Uh, Dell's like, you know, I hope I can meet your family someday. That would, that would be really great. And then so they part their ways. And uh, you could see, uh, you know, uh, Dell just kind of sitting there, a little, little downtrodden. And uh, Neil, he's on the train. Uh, at first, he starts thinking about his family, you know, and seeing his wife and, uh, you know, for the holidays and whatnot. And then he starts having visions of all the fun, the funny moments that he's had with Dell. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it was pretty, pretty funny, you yeah. know. <laughs> they're spooning in the bed. They're drinking tequila. They're yeah, having the, you fun. Know, all the moments that at the time he didn't appreciate, but the, you know he's looking back on them. You know it was a wild ride, and yeah, he's he's starting to laugh about it now. He's starting to remember uh, remember it in a good light. Remember the don't sweat the little things, you know. And then it dawns on him. It something. There's a thought that dawns on him. He's like uh, he starts thinking about all the things that Dell said about his wife, like how you know I haven't been home in years and. Um, about how he misses his wife, and, it, and of it course, comes to the conclusion that that Dell's wife has passed away. Yep, and it's so sad. And so, so he heads back to the train station uh, on his hunch, and uh, Dell admits that yeah, his wife, uh, his wife uh, Marie, uh, had has been uh, dead for about eight years. And that he has no home, really. He'd just been a traveling salesman all this time, just hopping around from hotel room to hotel room and whatnot. So Neil Neil realizes, he, hey, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe you should spend the holidays with us. And so he brings him, he brings him to his house. And then there's that really, uh, like, you know, like in a lot of John movies, there's like that really emotional conclude, uh, you know, conclusion to the movie. It reminded me a lot of Home Alone. It's like a it's like a reverse Home Alone, where it's like, uh, you know, it's like this you know, this very emotional moment where uh, the people that were kept away for so long meet. You know, it's like when Kevin's mom finally, uh, you know, gets home, and then Kevin, uh, you know, doesn't see uh, his mom for a second, and then and then they, you know, and then they finally meet. Uh, it's kind of like that. 
Uh, so yeah, very, see, very nostalgic. Very, very good quality. You know, the the yeah. the, the, the uh, stuff like that. The way uh, the thumbnail where uh, uh-huh. Del Griffith meets the family. It's just so heartwarming. Yeah. It's so um really really sad at the end but you know i oh, mean yeah. you know you 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 know that you know that um they're never never gonna make a sequel to this again oh yeah this is so classic hope not <laughs> i hope not but uh i hope they never remake it but uh anyway so neil gets to the house he's greeting all his uh, you know his extended family and whatnot hey you know it's great to see you he's saying hi to his kids and then uh, his wife uh is you know, just standing at the top of the stairs, he doesn't notice her right away. And finally, you know, he turns to her and they have like the little emotional moment. Uh, they, you know, they say hi to each other. And then uh, he introduces Dell as a good friend of his. And then uh, it's almost like they welcomed him into uh, their family. And uh, he just, you know, he, and he sees uh, Neil uh, kiss his wife and he kind of, he kind of, you can tell he's a little sad about it, he's a little, little bittersweet because he got, he got Neil home uh, to his family for the holidays, but then, you know, he's been kind of missing his wife. And so, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a bit of bit of memory for a little bit of a bittersweet ending, a bittersweet ending, but more sweet than not, you know, and that's, that's the end of the movie. And I love, you know, I love the movie. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It's emotional. It's everything you want. Uh, in a movie, uh, great, very, very much. I wouldn't say it's a great family movie. It has a lot of f bombs in it, uh, but it's you know uh, definitely. Uh, it's a well received de- movie by John Hughes himself. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace, good sir. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and it's a it's a great movie to watch with the family if you're uh, you know as long as everyone is old enough to hear those words, <laughs> uh, you know as long as the audience is right, uh, definitely a good watch for the holidays, um, not for kids, but uh, definitely not for kids, yeah. and it, you know it's not only it's for not, adults. It's not like it's crazy graphic or anything, but it's yeah, it's a, well, it's not graphic it's, or anything, it's but the it's, language it is, it is the, what it is. You strong know, language, strong so language, it has all that. Advise you to take language. caution, but uh, lovely I advise movie. caution, everyone. Great heart. Um, that's what I like about a movie. A movie with a great heart. Yep. And I give this movie two thumbs up. Definitely, definitely. I would I give it a, a ten out of ten. I would give it an eight out of ten. A strong eight out of ten. It was great. I uh, definitely uh, will be watching it again. Uh, I, 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 I always <laughs> give it a ten out of ten. I, I always give movies ten out of ten unless it's a it's a Thanksgiving tradition. Not that good. Right next to watching the Charlie Brown, uh, the Charlie Brown uh, Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this has been fun talking about this movie. One of my favorites. Uh, two great actors uh, doing, uh, doing a hell of a good job. Uh, yes. And, uh, we want to wish everyone a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Happy holidays, everyone. And, uh, make sure to, you know, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Oh yeah. So yeah, make sure to subscribe, uh, you know, like comment, uh, put your thoughts below. We want to hear from you at men who watch movies. Uh, we are also on uh, Twitter. If that's things, if, that, if, you know, if Twitter's still going to be around by the time this episode comes out, uh, I have no idea what Elon Musk is, is doing. To, I have no idea what the guy's with that to. company. Uh, he's tearing it from the floor up. Uh, but if, if, if Twitter's still around, we're on Twitter. Uh, we did not pay for a blue check mark, but uh, we're at Men Watch Movies. We're also on Instagram at Men Watching Movies, and uh, you can check us out on uh, you know we're here on YouTube as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Uh, it has been a pleasure doing this episode. It has been a pleasure, and of course, uh, my follow name is, us at yes. Men Who Watch Movies. Yes, uh, my name is Alec. And my name is DJ the Movie Man Wagner, also known as the COE <laughs> of the Men Who Watch Movies. And here with me is the Vice President of the Men Who Watch Movies, Alec Castrohone. Yeah. <laughs> and... We want to remind you all to keep, keep on, on watching. watching. Thank I you, hope everybody. this video goes viral, ladies and gentlemen. Me too. And it will. Let's eat some turkey. <laughs>